Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Vanderpump Rules Season 7 trailer came out this week and it was everything we ever wanted and more. Kim Richards from the Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills opened up on marriage boot camp that she was sexually abused throughout her childhood. Catherine Dennis from Southern Charm has filed to change her custody arrangement with her child's father, Thomas Ravenel, after he's been accused of battery and assault by their former nanny. We're also going to talk about how the cast for Below Deck Met has finally been revealed. I will be tackling this week's mess and more with my co-host, Amanda. Amanda was my first friend growing up, and after all these years, I'm proud to say we still both have great taste in television. After bumping into Amanda at the Watch What Crappens podcast taping, I knew I had to get her on the show to dish on, on all of our favorite Bravo celebrities. Welcome, Amanda. Hi. Just to get to know Amanda a little bit better, I'm going to ask you three questions so that listeners can get a better understanding on your thoughts regarding all things Bravo. So, what's your favorite show? My favorite show would have to be Vanderpump Rules obviously because I wait year round for it to come back on least favorite show least favorite show it would have to be a scripted series because I just think Bravo should stay away so I would say it's um a girlfriend's guy to divorce agreed <laughs> and what is the housewife slash castmate that you think should come back to a series I think Heather Dubrow from the OC would definitely have to come back because she is stuck up and amazing and prissy and I love everything about it and I love her huge mega mansion. Have you seen like the YouTube videos of her mansion? Yes, I saw her closet and it was (laughs) insane. You cannot describe it any other way. It's insane. I was looking at it and like, I don't know, there was something about the house itself. I found it like very cold. I'm like, there's... She also didn't hire an interior designer. No. She thought she could do it. I'm like, you do know that's a job and a yeah. skill. And I mean, it's like, how many square feet? Like, I <laughs> feel like it would be hard for it to not feel cold. Like, Seriously. they would have to do some serious stuff in there. Yeah, so they like, need, you know, God forbid, like, family photos hanging up. Yeah. Like, imagine that. Like, no, no, it's a museum. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Oh, I'm actually definitely going to do a deep dive episode on that, so stay tuned. But first thing we have to obviously talk about this week is the Vanderpump Rules trailer that was released this week for season seven. Um, It was everything. It was basically like a Christmas present coming early. Or my birthday's in December, so this is it. This is my gift. I don't need anything else. I just need to watch this series. (laughs) So it starts with like Lisa Vanderpump making like a breathy speech about how they've all been going through ups and downs. The challenges of life. (laughs) Yes, the challenges. That's it. (laughs) 
I think we can kind of go with like castmate to castmate to mm. kind of keep it organized. Absolutely. So starting with the stars, Jax and Brittany, obviously they're celebrating their engagement. Mm-hmm. I'm engaged! <laughs> like, wow, that accent was spot on. I know. I've like been... Perfected. Re- yeah, I know. I'm like, I've been watching a lot of Brittany videos. Practicing. Of her yelling. Her yelling specifically. Yes. I can do. Like anything else, no. I'll have to practice and come back to you on that. Thank you. So obviously they're going through their engagement mm-hmm. and, you know, Jax is going through his dad's death they're gonna have to deal with that yeah I don't know how I feel about their engagement like I we all knew it was coming but do we really feel that Jax has changed like is he suddenly like a faithful man that just like (laughs) caters to Brittany and treats her well I don't know well absolutely not (laughs) and that's what's gonna make season seven so amazing I think they definitely also allude to something happening like in a Vegas trip like Mm. Brittany was like with all the girls and like the guys are all in Vegas facetiming them and like there are girls in the room it's like well what are you doing yeah obviously like we could watch behind the scenes too because like I mean I definitely follow every single one of them on all social media platforms so (laughs) I'm like oh that's gonna be in the season oh my god what is happening there like need to know and so, like, I'm just freaking out. I think this year they were actually kind of better with not giving spoilers through social media because mm-hmm. they're all, like, pretty active. But yeah. at this point, like, I really don't know what's, like, happening drama-wise other than, like, deaths and engagements. Yeah. No, you just see, like, snippets of, like, events they're going to, but yeah. you don't know what is happening at that event. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, now I can't wait for this snow queen birthday between Ariana and Stassi. Well, like, Stassi ends up crying at the end. I'm like, I didn't see that on your Instagram. Yeah, that did not happen. What's <laughs> happening here? So they also cut to a quick scene of Jax and Brittany in therapy. And the therapist is like, Jax, you're basically telling Brittany to shut up. It's like, well, duh. He's been saying that literally verbatim for Years. the moment they met. Yeah. Since the moment they met. He's actually yelling at her to go make him sandwiches. Right. So. <laughs> That's an issue. It's a really progressive relationship. Feminism. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I guess we move on to Lala. I obviously don't think Randall's going to be on this season. I mean, how could he not, though? Because he goes on every trip with them. He... They're always at his house because that mansion that they're always in is absolutely his. It's no one else's. And Not hers. It's no one hers. Her mom paid for it, maybe. Oh, my God. Yeah. God bless Lala. But I don't know. I feel like he would have to be because that would just not make sense, especially with their engagement. Yeah. yeah. She alludes to them breaking up at one point in the trailer. So mm. I'm guessing it was probably like they break up and then he realizes he can't live without her and yeah. proposes. It may be like something to do with her father passing too. Yeah. Because maybe like she was going through a really rough time and he couldn't handle it and then they somehow found each other again. Yeah. And now we're getting married. So. I mean, people change and obviously crazy ways when family members die so you could probably be like "Mm, you were actually just supposed to be this hot girl on my arm and you're not supposed to cry so much and now you're showing emotion right i don't know what to do with it (laughs) i need to go (laughs) and then she also is in like a quick little fight scene with billy lee yes um who's was on last season as a friend of and then Billy Lee, like, storms out of her room and says, you're not fucking better than me, Lala. But is she an official castmate now, or no. is she just a friend still? She's just a friend still, and she actually didn't even get in the cast picture this year. Oh. But I think they cut down, because I feel like the last few seasons, they've, like, had Rob, like, Sheena's fake boyfriend. Like, yeah. Like, all... Oh, the worst. I can't think of who else was in the cast shot that was, like, just not supposed to be there. Like, it didn't make sense. Yeah. It, like, yeah. Carter. Like, Kristen's Carter. It's like, dude, get out. It was in, like, one scene yeah. of the entire show. <laughs> yeah. And didn't say anything. Yeah. Uh, Tom and Ariana. 
The first scene they have is Tom addressing Ariana hooking up with a woman. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Which is interesting that that's now going to be her arc. Which... Yeah, and she says like something like, I don't know, like that's my story to tell. Yeah. But I'm just like, where is this going? Like, was this like shared in a group setting and she's upset? Like, I'm very curious about that and how that plays out because... I don't know, last year she was on her whole, like, body image issue thing, mm-hmm. and then, like, them not wanting, her never wanting to get married, and now she's into women. It's like, are you guys even together? Like, what's happening? It, it doesn't seem, I, I, it seems like their relationship is more for the show than, like, yeah. actually love, and, like, I don't see it from them anymore. No, and I've heard that she, like, how she is, like, very, like, short and quick on the show, like, in real life, too, from, like, people that have met her, it's like, she is, like, cannot be bothered. And, like, I feel like she... I mean, she gives that off on the show, but, like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, like, she'd be nicer. <laughs> yeah, like, you'd think, like, some... I don't know. Something. Something. Yeah. Like, you're not that famous, Ariana. Get yeah. for yourself. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of all they said. Obviously, the opening of Tom Tom is going to be, like, Sandoval's main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they show the picture of Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz kissing that is featured in the new restaurant, which... Yep. In a large, large frame. <laughs> it's not tiny. That is, like, so Lisa Vanderpump to be like, this is what I got framed for your restaurant yeah. that you really don't know. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Stassi and Bo. So, Bo mm-hmm. is obviously Stassi's new boyfriend. They have, like, his introduction onto the show, and then he says the phrase, it's like you dick-punched my heart. <laughs> <laughs> So I think she's, like, met her match. Like, what does that even mean? And she, like, looks at him, like, with that face, like, what? Like, but then she'll, like, figure it out in a minute. She's like, yeah, I did. Like, I definitely did dick punch your heart. Like, wild. I heard on a podcast the other day, it was the Sexy Unique podcast, which is a great podcast, all about Ooh. Vanderpump Rules. But That's amazing. It's really good. I gotta listen. Oh, it's really, really funny. Lara Marie is, like, the host, and she's, like, a genius with with pump rules yeah. <laughs> and other things too. You know, she wrote like natural Einstein about pump rules. <laughs> she wrote like white girl problems. Oh, okay. Yeah. Her guest on the show is this guy named Ryan Bailey and he was saying, he's like, I moved to LA like 10 years ago and I was in acting classes with Bo. So it's not surprising that Bo is just so charismatic and great on camera. Really? Ooh, that's yeah. kind of interesting. And I he does wonder. Like... He does casting for shows too. So if anything, he's like a master at being on a show being in front of the camera exactly (laughs) yeah yeah. like this reality is not new to him no okay but I'm excited to kind of see their whole little thing yeah because we didn't see it at all we found out what on the reunion last year that she officially had a new boy yeah so we haven't seen him at all which I'm excited they're like in like a beautiful like European trip right now yeah and He's I, been on a lot of those. Yeah. And like, he, like, speaks Italian and, like, yeah. is, like... Cultured. Very cultured. <laughs> I don't know. She definitely, like, found a good one. And I mean, I'm, after Patrick? That was the one of the most cringeworthy scenes, like, him and Lisa Vanderpump. Ever. Ever. I can't... My skin crawls thinking about it. He's, it is horrible. I want to see him in the city so badly. Like, sometimes I have, like... I feel like I'm trying to, like, will it into existence. Yeah. And I'll be, like, on the train and I'm like, it's Patrick. But, like, it's not. It's <laughs> like, like Charlotte in Sex and the yeah. City when she wants to see Big. Yeah, exactly. She's, like, bringing you just, him on You herself. manifest seeing yes. it. And I wouldn't even say anything to him. I just would, like, look at him. And he's probably really attractive, too. So I, but the worst. Like, yeah, the oh worst. Oh, my God. Like, like, frat boy times, like, one oh, million. Gosh. Yeah, just everything about him makes me die a little I'm excited inside. to see this new bow guy. Yes. And then to the people who kind of got the bad edits. Mm. Tom and Katie, basically just them fighting again. Ugh, I'm over them. They had, like, their moment of being happy and married and whatever. 
And now, I, I mean, we all knew that it wasn't going to be like the rest of history. There's going to be like this really happy chill couple. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not shocked. Yeah, but I'm kind of over them too. Yeah. Just, like, I don't know. I think... They're like uninteresting. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Kristen Doty basically got two scenes. One of her fighting with Raquel, which I don't care about Raquel. At all. So I don't care if they're fighting. It's yeah. just a moot point at that point. And then Kristen's leaving a table at a bar and she falls. And then Lala calls her trashy. So like, that is what I like. Yes. <laughs> like, that's really good. That's the Kristen I love. Yeah. <laughs> I like her drunk on the floor like, being just, called trash. Yeah ridiculous crazy everything i need i don't need her to be sane i don't i need her to be off the meds and out of a stable relationship exactly (laughs) for the show not for her well yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) for our entertainment yeah exactly i'm like this is a tv show yes and then we move on to sheena marie (sighs) who is basically getting also written off the show i think they show her just singing good ass gold (laughs) like she's just singing listen to that every day I like, okay, you guys, I did start a Bravo Happy Hour Spotify playlist that has like every single Bravo Liberty song. So definitely check it out. Just type Bravo Happy Hour into Spotify. And yeah, Good as Gold is on there. All Luann's songs. Obviously. It's just Chic like, Say La Vie. You I know? listen to Chic Say La Vie like strutting to the subway to work. Like, it's so dark. My like, Monday morning commute. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm, like, reminding myself, like, the end is, like, Jill, like, the diamonds, Kelly, the jelly beans, like, that's, like, my favorite part. It's it's so bad, (laughs) but... So good. Yeah, but so good. Sheena, yeah. Then there's the moment where, yeah, she's doing fake orgasm sounds with Lala, which is, like, low-hanging fruit. (sighs) We don't need that. Okay, yeah, like, (laughs) anyone. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, she's just, like, irrelevant to me. Like, last season, everyone hated her. Because, I mean, rightfully so. Because all she did was talk about Rob. She just doesn't really have, like, a good storyline ever. No. Well, she's dating that new guy, Adam, who she tried to hook Brittany up with. Yes. But he wasn't featured in the preview once, which lets us know. And he's not in the cast photo, which it's like, girl. Maybe he's normal. Maybe he, like, does not want to partake. He seems normal. Like, based on, like, on his, like, rare appearances last season, it was like, he's just, like, a normal guy. (laughs) And then, like, the whole thing with, like, Britney and Jax and, like, him flirting with Britney, he, like, goes up to Jax and he's like, hey, man, like, I'm really sorry. I thought you guys were broken up. I'm like, dude, no, you're supposed to fuck Britney for the next, like, three months, yeah. lie to Jax, and then sleep like, with her best friend, out. like, yeah. ruin her, like, break her heart. Like, like he was, like, a normal yeah, like, stop being, citizen. Stop being decent. <laughs> yeah. Stop. Stop being normal. Stop yeah. confronting people in a normal manner. Yes. I need you to scream. I need you to. Throw drinks. Yeah, something. Something entertaining. Absolutely. And then James and Raquel. Yeah, James looks like he'll probably get fired from Sir or Pump or wherever he's DJing uh, Raquel. Again. Yeah. I For know. the third time. Like, Lisa, don't. It's Please like, don't do it. It's like, she's gonna. Yeah. Because uh, you're an idiot. Uh, like, yeah. Raquel seems to, that's the only thing I noticed that was like different from the past few seasons. Like, Raquel has more of a role this season. Yeah, she like, definitely she like speaks. learned how to speak English. It's crazy. <laughs> In the past Congratulations. Year, right? I'm so proud of you. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah. It's really, yeah. I, I cannot wait. <laughs> so season seven will be out on Monday, December 3rd. And I will, I'm going to actually have the viewing party. Oh my god, that's unreal. I and every, come. we should all like dress up as characters. I was just thinking that. <laughs> Like, and we make oh teenies. Like, yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I'm guys. I'm coming as Tom Sandoval as a female. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite. 
Okay, so moving on to actually more VPR news. Jill Zarin from the Real Housewives of New York has never been one to really hold back her opinions. She recently visited Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant Tom Tom in West Hollywood. Jill took to Instagram stories to post a scathing review of the restaurant. I have the po- picture posted on the Instagram page so you can see like the layout of this ridiculous post. Mm. The first thing says, did not have a good meal. Why? Question mark. So she's at, she's like a, a Q&A for herself. Yes. <laughs> first, Jill was seated for dinner at 8.30, but her reservation was at 8, so obviously took very long to sit. Mm-hmm. You know, God forbid she gets a drink at the bar. Yeah. Can- that's a nightmare. She, that, that can't happen for Jill Saren. That's a hard no. Um, then she said, it took too long to sit, and she was served very cold, dense bread. <laughs> Again, Jill. What are you doing? <laughs> What are you? How you spend your time? What are you doing? Reviewing bread baskets at restaurants. (laughs) A restaurant that's not known for quality food. Like I feel like you go into Tom Tom knowing, basically, not going to be good. It's basically like a lean cuisine, plated differently, like on on a white plate. Just so you could see Tom and Tom. Yes, exactly. She said the menu was really weird and made it really hard to find something to eat, so she ended up settling on a $138 ribeye steak because, yet again, you choose to spend an enormous amount of money on a steak that... Is not going to be good. It's not a steakhouse. <laughs> yeah. There's Mastro's. There's, like, all these great steakhouses in L.A. Morton's, like, You're really not. No. <laughs> then she said the dish came out and was raw and 40% fat, which... That's what a ribeye is. Yeah, like... <laughs> Her thighs are fatty. Oh my god. She didn't know. She truly didn't know. She didn't, yeah. Naturally, Zarin asked for the manager. Um, So I wonder if Tom Sandoval or Schwartzy came out. Yeah. She's like that meme, like, I need to speak to the manager. (laughs) So the manager argued that that is how a ribeye is supposed to be prepared. Mm. (laughs) As Amanda just let us know. (laughs) But then he took the menu off the bill, nonetheless. So, okay, they're out 138. Okay. That's that's a lot. That's yeah. a really nice thing to take it off. That's the probably the most expensive thing on the menu. Absolutely. 100%. That's probably why she chose it. She's like, okay, I am Jill Zarin. I need to order the $138 steak. That's it. She's such an asshat. <laughs> Followed with, you should have at least offered something like a drink or dessert. Oh, because the $138 off your bill wasn't enough. Correct. Right? That's not offering something. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. She said, bad, bad management. The chef should have come out of the kitchen. Now she wants a, sh- a table-side chef conversation? <laughs> like, it's Tom Tom. First of all, she probably went at a busy time. So there's like a lot of people in there. But hold on. The chef needs to stop making everyone else's meal in the restaurant. Stop the line. Stop all the waiters. <laughs> We're going to walk to your table. We're going to just have a chat about why you didn't like the ribeye. Right? right? 40% fat. Yeah. That's an issue. Figure it out. So a ribeye costing $138 is pretty ridiculous. But yeah. I will agree with her that the menu is outrageous. Mm-hmm. So based on Yelp, I was able to find a picture of the menu um, that's broken into six different sections. Foreplay, hashtag party animals, amongst friends, underwater, from the farm, and from the garden. You know, underwater, from the farm, from the garden. Makes sense. Normal. Like, that's cute and playful. And yeah. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Love. The foreplay section for appetizers, I didn't need that. I, no. And it doesn't go with anything else on the menu. No. Like, it would be, like, one thing if they were all, like, sexual references. Yeah. And you went, whatever. But, like, nothing else besides foreplay 
is sexual, which just doesn't no. make sense. So yeah, the party animal section contains sliders, tacos, and a spiced chicken. It's a party now. Yeah, like, <laughs> now what is the difference between a foreplay and a party animal? I don't know. Maybe it goes hand in hand. <laughs> right? <laughs> what is an appetizer? What is an entree? And then in Amongst Friends, aren't these all appetizers? Yes. Maybe she's, tr <laughs> like, their goal for Amongst Friends would be, like, these are sharing options. But again, it's usually what an appetizer <laughs> is, so... Yeah, all of it was not making any sense. Nope. Um, and I I agree with Zara and on on the <laughs> weird thing. menu, yeah. but her little freak out is just hysterical. And so Jill Zara, when I saw that, I was like, why is this a headline? Mm. Why <laughs> isn't it a headline? Yeah, like, why don't more people know about this? Yes. Um, well, moving on to Atlanta, the taglines for all of the ladies were finally revealed, and actually. This is going to come out on Monday, but this past Sunday was the first episode of the new season. So obviously Queen Bee Nini's is, I'm the glue for my wig and my family. <laughs> I mean, I love Nini. I can't even, like, that is so ridiculous, but I wouldn't expect anything else. Yeah, I know. I was not really surprised when I saw that. And I mean, she's so good with all the wig stuff with Kim Zelsiak, just calling bye her wig. bye wig. Like, it's unreal. It's so good. And is she like, so I know it was like in reference to, to like her hair falling out last season, like in that bun, oh, remember yeah, like during yeah. the fight and they were like pinning it as she was yeah. fighting. So like, is it a reference to that or is it like a shady, you know? Something to Kim. I think it's probably both. Nini's yeah. pretty calculated. I definitely she's very. She knows what she's doing. So she's kept her role on the show. Cynthia's. Cynthia's is, I age like fine wine, and now I'm ready to chill. <laughs> she always misses the mark. <laughs> like, so hard. What are you saying? Like, I mean, like, but again, why I love Cynthia's. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. She just is so off. Nothing about her is like she tries really hard to be like punny and like... 50 cents. 50 cents. <laughs> we'll just leave it there. Yes. That's, that's it. That's all we need to do. Candy Burris's, I count my blessings and my checks. She really does, though. She, she's got both. Yeah. And she's, she's all about the money. Like, every season is, like, a new business venture. Like, a new, like, some way. Like, whether it's, like, the sex toys or, like, <laughs> old lady gang. Like, she is cash in the checks. I think she's, like, one of the best characters on Atlanta because she is real. Like, everyone yeah. believes what she says. It's not like she, like, has this, like, fake, like, thing about her. She is, like, so real to people that, like, no one really wants to cross her. And then when they do, they're, like, they're done. They're done. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, Eva Marcel says, I live a model life and I'm ready to be a top wife. Okay. I hate that so much. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that your self-worth is, like, now I'm a model and I'm a top wife. Like, I finally met a man. Awesome. 
Yeah. What about you, like, as a human? No, my only beautiful and a wife. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She's going to have to definitely bring it this season. I was surprised that they gave her, like, an immediate peach, yet Marlo and Shamia start genuine drama. And, I mean, they I still know she, have it. Shamia, like, I think has a husband who's, like, not... Like, not okay with him being on the show because of his job. Mm. So, like, I understand and respect that. Okay. But Marlo is, like, truly, like, the protagonist in, like, half the drama on all of these shows. She's out of her mind. Truly and, out of her mind. I mean, it's, like, a beautiful thing to watch when she starts, like, every fight for absolutely no reason. None. It's totally unsolicited, unprecedented, like, just doesn't make sense. <laughs> but I'm okay with it. So, yeah, I don't know. I didn't find Eva that interesting. Yeah, no. It didn't do it for me. Shamari, the new girl, hers is, I may be an open book, but that does not mean I am easily read. That's cute. That's decent. It's good for for a new girl. Yeah, for a first season house. I think she's going to be really good. I think, I think she'll be good because also she's coming in as someone like, it's really interesting when like actor, quote unquote, actors and Mm -hmm. actresses come on the show because then there's like this automatic thing of like, I'm famous. I've been doing this for 20 years. And Nini has always been like, I'm an actor. It's like, well... You kind of were playing yourself in all of these roles. Yeah, like, but, it's not. Okay, so I'm really hoping Shamari and Nini go But then I head. always wonder, like, when they do have actors, like, are they playing the role, like, a role on the show? Yeah. Like, is that really their, their true selves, or, like, they just know really well how to, like, act and, like, pull it off? Well, I think, like, Heather Dubrow was trying to act to be, like, hoity-toity and fancy, and it's like, no, I just kind of came off as, like, a bitch mm-hmm. like a pretentious bitch yeah but i still love it like i that's i want to i want to see more oh yeah it's, but it's like you were acting like that and great you nailed the role yeah you got it <laughs> and then portia williams her tagline is i took a left turn but now things are just right which i kind of think is cute yeah it's portia she's on the come up it's like really her yeah, yeah. Like, everyone hated her for, like, a significant amount of time. And she I actually felt bad for her after a point. I was like, just forgive her. She's so like, dumb and nice yes. and lovable. Yeah, like, she's just, like, really naive. And she was following whatever Phaedra was saying. Oh. So, like, just forgive her, let her live, like, hang out with her. I don't know. <laughs> I wish Brick and Frack would come back together. Yeah. That'd be good. What a dream. But speaking of Portia, she actually just had her gender reveal party, which actually looked like an amazing party. There yes. was so many people there. I'm like, you guys know that many people? Yeah. For like a random backyard party? And usually I feel like gender reveal parties like that I've seen are like kind of sad. Like they're like, it's always like six people watching you like pop a balloon. <laughs> and then like, where do you go from there? Right. And like, this is an actual party. It was like, all right, we're going to like be lit and then maybe we'll like figure out the gender reveal so at this party they confirmed the news that it was a baby girl via these pink confetti cannons and in natural porsche fashion they gave her a blue one yeah so everybody else's around her is pink but hers is blue and like she's screaming and you can see the videos like i'll post it on um the bravo happy hour instagram account like She's, like, so confused, and so she's confused. screaming, like, what is it? What is it? <laughs> like, I can't believe they would give her a blue one. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what happened exactly, but her face, when she pops hers, <laughs> and then sees everyone else's pink, she is so confused. I was crying. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. So I read online that her fiancé, Dennis, has been joking that they want to name the baby... Portia Jr. I know. 
I wish everyone could have just seen Amanda's face after that. <laughs> Sometimes I can't hold back my facial expressions. I mean, it's impossible. Yeah. But she's been wearing a necklace that says PJ on it. So if she names her daughter Portia Jr. So it's a real thing. Like I think it's real. He bought jewelry that, that says, says it. PJ. PJ. Wow. Yeah. I mean, they could have maybe spent a little more time thinking of another name. A little creative. Again, it's Portia. She's probably like, what's a great female name? Portia. Portia. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Exactly. But speaking of babies in Atlanta, Kenya Moore has officially a mother. The Real Housewives alum gave birth to her daughter named Brooklyn Doris Daly at 9.39 Eastern Time on Sunday, November 4th, according to People Magazine. So the baby, I think, was a month premature. Mm. So the baby weighs five pounds. So that's oh, a wow. little baby. Yeah. She was going through, like, uh, like last week she posted that she, like, gained 17 pounds in a week because she has, like, preeclampsia, which is, like, this blood pressure issue that pregnant women face. Oh, wow. So I think, like, it was, she was really nervous yeah. about, like, the baby itself. I wonder if it, like, turned into, like, a high-risk, like, delivery because of all yeah, this. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, thank God the baby's here. Healthy, happy. I want to see it. Now. Yeah, same. But I'm really happy for Kenya, and I do think she'll end up on the show again. I'm shocked that she left. Like, I mean, I guess not after last season because she was, like, kind of, like, over everything. Definitely. But I could definitely see her, like, regretting it a little bit or, like, missing the fame of it all and coming back. Yeah. For sure. Well, I hope she does. Speaking of other people who I don't wish to come back, Landon Clements from Southern Charm has recently come out in support of Thomas Ravenel. So a little background, earlier this year, Thomas Ravenel was accused of sexually assaulting two different women, and just over a month ago, he was taken into custody of Charleston, South Carolina, on charges related to an alleged assault that happened back in January 2015. Uh, after numerous claims of sexual assault, Thomas was fired by Bravo. Thank God. Um, Landon was a castmate on Southern Charm for three seasons. Uh, at some charity event, she was being interviewed, and someone asked her about, like, her relationship with Thomas Ravenel, and she said, I know in my heart that Thomas is a good person, and whatever happened, happened. I wasn't there that night, but I can't imagine he would ever hurt anyone. I mean... Oh, my God. Ugh. Like, cringeworthy. Everything about Landon is cringeworthy. Like, I've never been happier that she is no longer on my television screen. But, to defend, like, Thomas during all of this, especially during, like, the Me Too movement, like, all the stuff, like, you just sound really ignorant and it's unfortunate for you and everyone that had to listen to that. Yeah, I don't know. It's like this idea that so many people are like, well, he didn't hurt me, so of course he didn't hurt her. It's like, just because he didn't hurt you doesn't mean he has, doesn't have the capacity to hurt yeah. another person. And also, he like mentally abused Catherine for years, mm -hmm. like, when she was like living in the basement of a plantation, yeah. <laughs> not able to like <laughs> do anything. And also, it like totally takes away from that woman's story that she's telling. Like, yeah. you're basically calling her a liar. You're saying yeah. like... I don't know what happened, but I do know Thomas is nice. Like, what does that oh, have to do with anything? That is, you're just horrible. <laughs> she ended up saying, because it's an ongoing court pr procedure, <laughs> I can't really comment and I don't want to comment. I will let the courts take care of it, I suppose. She's like so flippantly being like, whatever, that silly woman accusing him of things. It's like, it's all good. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. People, yeah, definitely don't just like 
make up disgusting stories of being at work. Detailed. Very detailed. Like, I didn't realize details of the story have come out. You guys can read that on your own. I don't need to talk about that. Yeah. But I was, like, getting into it today, and he's disgusting. And it's not surprising any person, like, any man can quickly, on a dime, change and become that type of person. And, like, but I'm also not shocked it is him. No. Like, it's not like he's, like, this great character that you're like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. I, I am so shocked hearing this. Like, I was not shocked at all. He was a felon before this. Yeah. He knocked up a 21-year-old at 50-something. Yeah, twice. <laughs> and then had his whole little relationship with Ashley play out on screen last season. And, like, scream <laughs> at, like, who did he? Chelsea. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, went off, like, treated... I mean, everything about him is, like, a disaster. So when I read it, unfortunately, I was not shocked at all. <laughs> it's really disgusting. Yeah. But on a happier note, Catherine Dennis, who is the woman who actually ended up having uh, Thomas's children for some odd reason, has filed for modification of the custody and visitation after uh, Ravenel obviously was arrested last month. Uh, so they share two kids, daughter Kenzie who's four years old and son Saint who is three like can you believe those kids are a year apart it's insane but all I would like to say about this custody is karma because Mm -hmm. he took all of the custody away from her when she was supposedly what an alcoholic and um, I think she was like definitely doing cocaine yeah definitely 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 <laughs> like i mean fail, many failed drug tests like he was yeah oh, like like yeah i mean he went to jail for it yeah. so like i don't know pot calling the kettle black yeah. but whatever <laughs> but like this is such karma because they finally got 50 50 custody and she like got to actually see her kids again which was amazing we were all like rooting for her like the underdog and now she's flipping the table Teresa moment. Right. <laughs> and she's like, listen, now I want more. Because guess what? You are being accused of sexual assault. So, so the kids were taken away from her a couple years back because, yeah, over these drug tests, mm-hmm. she was failing all of them. And he was trying to prove her out to be a poor mother, which don't get me wrong. She was on a ton of drugs and had these kids and yeah. they were around it. And that's not okay. Like, Absolutely not. No mother should be doing that. No father should be doing that. However... Thomas was definitely giving her the drugs. Yeah. Like, who was she doing the drugs with? Just, like, by herself, and he was, like, taking care of the children right. in that guest house, right. like, because they weren't allowed in the real home. No, he was raping the nanny yeah. while the kids are in the back house. Exactly. And Catherine's crying at home, snorting yeah. lines. It's, like, the saddest picture. Ever. Ever. Yeah. Ever. And, like, he gaslit her, and he made her feel crazy. And, of course, like, you know, she was 22 with two kids. That sounds Terrible. Terrible. And he turned everyone against her. Yeah. Like, the entire cast, like, absolutely hated her. She was, like, exiled from, like, this, like, southern community by Patricia. Like, she was totally on this, like, island by herself, and she really just had a breakdown, but she turned her life around. And it was, like, so cool to see on this season that, like, she really, like, she had to come up. She was, like, coming back strong. And now... Look what happens. Look, she's getting her kids back. She has Patricia by her side. Oh, I love Patricia. Same. <laughs> um, on to kind of sadder news. So Kim Richards from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recently opened up in the most recent episode of Marriage Boot Camp. She was revealing that she was once molested when she was just a kid. So she's on this Marriage Boot Camp show with her boyfriend, Win Katz, who I don't think they're in a real relationship. Ew. I mean, it was probably just for the... 
paycheck. What is it? The marriage boot camp? Yeah. See, I'll be honest. I do not watch that. No. I have standards. Yeah. Like, <laughs> standards are Bravo. Anything below that. Like, if it's on, like, Oxygen, no, I can't watch no, 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 it. No, Like, it just, it's not for me. Definitely not. I don't know. Yeah, it was for the check. Definitely for the check. So, she opened up and said, when I was about six years old, I didn't have a lot of friends. So, when the ice cream man would pull up in front of my house in the ice cream truck, he would let me get inside the truck and he would let me serve the kids ice cream. One day I turned around and he had no pants on and he grabbed my hand and put it on him and you guys get the gist. Um, so she opened up about that and she said, I think it blocked my love for a really long time, which obviously is valid valid and something that happens after being abused. But yeah. unfortunately, like Kim was a child star, like from the age of like five and on. Mm-hmm. Like, I think she's probably seen a lot of behavior like this. Yeah, like, Hollywood's fucked up. Yeah. It's, like, been a very, very known thing. Like, every childhood star that goes through, like, a crazy time in their life, like, come out and say it's because as a child star, like, they were, like, something happened. Abused by my boss. Yeah, exactly. And you were eight on a TV show, like, so you had to show up to work every day. Like, it's, it's pretty crazy to be in the limelight at that age anyway, but then you have adults who are taking advantage of you as a child. So... Oh, it was really sad. I don't know. And I'm. it's kind of nice because she's never openly talked about any abuse in the past. And obviously you can't just assume someone has been abused. Like, that's yeah. crazy. But, you know, her issues with alcoholism and her drug use, like, stuff like that usually comes from somewhere some hurting inside of you that you really can't talk about yeah and so I really appreciate that she's like opening up and being honest about this because that's not easy mm-hmm. that's not easy no that's definitely it's really amazing of her that she opened up and talked about it because yeah. first of all it like lets us in a little more onto like maybe like why she is the way she is and like <laughs> some things that like we maybe didn't understand at all as viewers are like, okay, like we could piece this together a little better. Yeah. And also it's just like really brave to do that. Cause I'm sure that's not an easy thing to come out to the nation about like <laughs> on marriage boot camp. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry, Kim, but I think it's nice that she's opening up and hopefully this will just help her heal a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But my favorite moment of the week was finding out what, who the new cast of Below Deck Met is. So coming back from last season, Captain Sandy, uh, Hannah, who's the Chief Stew, Juwau is coming back as Bosun. Amazing. And Colin is lead deckhand. Sadly, Jamie's not coming back. I kind of wanted her to come back. Yeah, I loved her. I think she was, like, so funny and cool. She's dating Chandler from regular Below Deck. What? I know. Wait, I didn't know that. That's a crazy yeah. crossover. You guys I love check a good crossover. Me too. Check my Instagram. I'll post like cute pics of them. But yeah, yeah. they're dating. But I'm psyched to see Joao back on screen. Like he like I was so attracted to him. Like he's crazy. Like and like a bad guy. Yeah. But it's like the Jack syndrome. Yes. It's like you're so good looking, you're so crazy. And bad, but I think I'm in love with you. Yeah, like, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, like, like, everything I want to watch, I'm, like, addi- I was addicted to Joao. Uh, like, I thought he was, like, the best thing ever. He is. The worst. But not the best. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Captain Sandy's great. I, I like her. I think she's hysterical. <laughs> she's, like, just Captain Sandy. Yeah, like, there's nothing else you could say. And, like, who do you like better, though? Captain Sandy or um, what's regular below deck? Oh, Captain, Captain Lee. Lee. I don't know. I think there's something about Captain Lee. Like, he hates everyone. And, like, he's so angry. 
yeah. all the time that I love that character. Yeah. But Catherine Sandy's nice because she has, like, the female touch where it's, like, mm-hmm. she could be a huge asshole, but then she could also be, like, patting Hannah on the back and being, like, love is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> She's, like, nurturing yeah. while being, like, do your fucking work. Right? Like, <laughs> you're not that, you're not struggling that badly. Get yeah. back out there. Thanks. <laughs> I'm really excited. Yeah, that's amazing. So what was your favorite moment of the week? My favorite moment of the week was, for sure... When Andy Cohen had Deborah Winger on as his guest on Watch What Happens Live, because it was such a beautiful train wreck. It was like I didn't know whether to watch, to shut it off. It was so uncomfortable. My skin was crawling. She was horrible to him. Like sometimes he can be condescending. Don't get me wrong. Like he definitely has his like attitudey moments where like I don't know. He throws a little shade to people, but he was just genuinely trying to do his show. And she was, like, not allowing him to do it well. Like, during, like, the Plead the Fifth segment, it was so, like, gut-wrenching to watch her, like, belittle him as if he didn't, like, create this show in this world. Like, you came on his show. You knew exactly. his channel. Yeah. Like, Like, he is Bravo. And she was gaslighting him and making him feel, well... You know, how would you remember everybody you kissed 35 years yeah. ago? Well, I don't know. You remember good kissers and you remember bad kissers. Yeah. And like, it's just like a fun game. Like, it's yeah. not that deep. Like, just yeah. answer the question. Like, and she also said to him when he, like, got something wrong about her book, and she was like, come on, at least get something right. Yeah. He, like, literally made, like, a sad puppy face. <laughs> like, I mean, I created a talk show that has been on for six years every single night. Right? Like, I think I did get something right. Yeah, first gay late night uh, host of a show. I don't know. <laughs> Crazy idea. Very successful. Like, oh my God. It was yeah. brutal. And Amanda Pete was also the guest on that show too. And she wasn't giving him any... Anything. Anything either. But I do... I give Amanda Pete more of a reason to be a dick than mm-hmm. Deborah because he only asked Amanda Pete questions about her husband's show. Yeah. And it's like, she was coming on to promote her show. Exactly. So, like, you really need to remind her that her husband is, like, the biggest showrunner of the biggest show in the world, Game of Thrones, obviously. Yeah. But, like, still. Cut Andy a break. And then, like, the two of them were, like, chit-chatting with each other in the middle of segments. Yeah. Like, Mean Girls moment. Yeah. Like, it was very weird. Like, they were, like, talking shit about him <laughs> in front of him on live television. <laughs> like, it was wild to watch i was very i watched it again i watched twice riveting yeah this is so crazy and i'm in like a random like one of those closed group on facebook's where we like talk about all this stuff and a lot of people in the comments were writing like they didn't think it was that bad and i was like did we watch the same show did we watch i'm just confused because it was that bad (laughs) it was the one of the worst things i think i've ever seen yeah like i tweeted about it he (laughs) wrote Something like, wow, uh, what a rough night. Need a drink. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but you wouldn't just say that. It's pretty bad. It's really bad. Yeah. God, I love him. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. This was so fun. Will you come back on again? Yes, I will absolutely come back. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. While you're at it, be sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Be sure to tune in next Monday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.